Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our new free app, which is the best way to listen to messages and keep up with everything happening at Creekwood Church. We hope this message inspires you and helps you discover practical ways to live a life of purpose. Enjoy. I've got a lot to share tonight, and I want to get right into our teaching. And how many of you, like you are ready tonight to really for God to speak into your life? You know, I hope that you want God to speak into your life. I believe that God wants to speak into your life. And so I, I know this with all of my heart, that um, what I'm going to share tonight, I really believe that if you'll listen tonight, it, it has the potential to really change some things in your life. And if you've got your Bibles, I'd like for you to go to 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, uh, we'll start in verse 5 through 8, and if you don't have your Bibles, it's going to be on the screen, uh, you can follow along there, but we'll get there in just a few moments. I wanted to start off tonight by uh, using this as an illustration, you know, all of us have seen when people take dominoes and they set them up, maybe you saw this in college or Maybe a buddy of yours said, hey, you know, they spent like a week doing this. Uh, And our media team has got this here uh, in the background. And it's so cool to think about that, like one domino just falling over can affect all of these dominoes. My first reaction when I was looking at some of these videos on YouTube is like, whoever has the time to do that needs to get a life. Because I'm like, they need to either get married, they need to have some kids, they need to get a job, because anybody that has time to do that, in that detail, has got too much time on their hands. But it is a good illustration, so I'm glad they did it. And I can use it tonight to illustrate what I want to talk about tonight. Um, You know, when you think about the domino effect of what happens when one domino is touched or tipped over, it goes on and on and on. One domino can trigger a reaction that is just like, it's crazy to think that one domino pushed over is what triggered everything. And I don't don't know if you've thought about this lately, but your life is the same way. One decision, one moment, one friendship, one choice, one action in your life, it's what caused the domino effect in your life. Domino effects are powerful when you think about it in your life. They're interesting and kind of fun to watch it on a, on a video and, and watch what somebody does. But if you think about it in your life and the biggest, bigness of the moment, and I know you heard Pastor Matt talk about some of the stories tonight. of Those are domino effects. The life change in every service, we've, we've shared different stories of different people in our church that it was one moment, one decision, one action step in their life, and it has caused a domino effect in their life. Do you know that God wants to continually put you in moments in situations where you're going to have an opportunity to make a decision. To step, to move. 
to make this moment, to make this decision that is going to trigger a domino effect in your life. In this passage of Scripture in 2 Peter chapter 1, it's a great, great illustration of the domino effect in our lives and how God is a God of the domino effect in your life. And that his desire for your life is that there, you continually are progressing, that you are continually seeing those moments that this caused a domino effect in my life. It says this in verse 5, it says, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control. And to self-control perseverance. And he goes on and tells us all these different things that we ought to add to our life. The big message here, if you want to underline this, is that it says, make every effort to add to. The writer says this, he says, add to, add to, add to. That there are continually going to be moments in your life that you ought to be adding to your life. There ought to be change. There ought to be growth in your life. There ought to be new things happening. Look at verse 8. It says, for, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of Jesus Christ. So what he's talking to us about here is that, that we need to be people that are continually adding to our life, that we're continually taking steps, we're continually uh, taking bold steps in our life. You know, you think about in your life, when's the last time you made a, a, a bold step of faith, that you put yourself in a, in a in a moment, in a, in a place that you took a, whether it's with a job or whether it's with a marriage, different situations in your life that you knew that you were like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my life, but I know that this is what God wants me to do and I'm going to take this step because I know that God wants me to continually adding on, adding on, adding on. See, listen to me. God is a God of progress in your life. And one of my greatest fears for you tonight and all of us here is that a lot of us, we have died before we have died. That your life has, you've experienced, your life is, is, is I know that you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense. But it, it really does because a lot of us, we've experienced death in our life before we've died. We're not living the life that God wants us to live. That there ought to be progress. There ought to be moments that you understand that I made this, this decision. This was an act of faith. I made a decision, a moment. I made a choice. And it put me in a place that it caused a domino effect in your life. God works that way in our life. And I want to show you this in, in the Old Testament there's the this, this story in Joshua chapter 3, if you want to turn over there. In Joshua chapter 3, verse 8, and um, again, the Bible is full of examples of domino effect lives where God calls his people to take a step, to, to make a decision, to do something. And you being obedient in that moment, it's, it's what brings about the domino effect in your life. It's what brings the change in your life. 
You know, the domino effect in your life could be a lot of different things. For some of you, maybe the domino effect is that you are like, you know what? I grew up in a home where nobody talked to me about God, but I made a decision the moment my son or my daughter was born that I was going to do my best to have them in church. And the domino effect in their life is they've been able to hear God's word in their life. For some of you, the domino effect is that maybe you, you again, there, we could talk about a lot of things. Maybe you decided to go join a life group. And you going and joining that life group is what brought about the domino effect in your life. And this story in the Old Testament in Joshua chapter 3 verse 8, let me just read this verse to you and then I want to set this up, tell you a little bit about the background. It says, tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the edge of the Jordan's water, go and stand in the river. He says, go and stand. He tells him, I want you to go stand in, not by, but I want you to go stand in it. I want you just to go get in the water. It's a little strange. To understand this, you go back and really look at the background of this verse. The Israelites have been in slavery in in Egypt for over 400 years. And um, a lot of you guys are familiar with the story, or maybe you saw the movie Ten Commandments, and you kind of have an idea. But over 3 million people came out of Egypt, and the Israelites are are traveling. God is taking them on this journey, just like he's, he's taking you. And he's taking them on this journey and part of the journey of they know that God has called them to, the, to this promised land. It's this hope that they have in their life for a better life. That It's this hope inside. They can't hardly even understand it or describe it, but they know in their soul that there's something better that God is taking them to. Do you know that you ought to believe that in your heart? That God wants to, God is and wants to continually progress your life and take you to this place. And that part of it is, is not that, that we, we sometimes are going to even understand what God asks us to do. Just like the Israelites here, he says, I want you to go stand in the water. But where God was taking them, it's important to understand there were two main bodies of water that they had to pass through. The first body of water is the Red Sea and then the Jordan River. And that's where the the verse that we just read. But before they got there, there was something else that happened. They crossed through the Red Sea. And if you're not familiar with that part of the story is right when they came out of Egypt, they came up to the Red Sea. The Pharaoh that said that they could go changed his mind. And now they're hearing the chariots and the Egyptians are coming after them. This is a physical enemy that is coming against them. And at that moment, Moses stretched out his hands and God supernaturally rolled back the water. God did something in their life because of somebody else's decision to cause a domino effect in their life. God just parted the water, and bam, they just stood there, and God did it. You know that a lot of us, this is part of your story. When you look at, at, at the beginning of your faith, it's like you can't hardly even explain it. 
that God supernaturally did something in your life and it was somebody else's faith, somebody else caused a domino effect in your life. I'm preaching a lot better than y'all are responding tonight. I'm like, I'm up here spitting and all kinds of stuff and y'all are just looking at me, but man, I'm like excited. Because I know you're sitting up here on a Saturday night in church and you look nice and cute and all that. But there was a day and a moment that you were clueless about God. Somebody, just like Moses, had enough faith to stretch out his hands, and God did a work through his action, his step, his moment that he made this decision to say, God, I'll trust you enough. And God used him to bring about a change in their life. And listen to me. You're sitting here tonight because somebody made a decision to cause a domino effect in your life. Somebody did something so crazy like stepping in the water and they invited you to church and they thought there's no way he's going. They invited you to a life group and they thought no way is he going. And you were their neighbor and they invited you and that was their stepping into the water moment. God takes them through this, this, this the Red Sea and, and it's important to understand that what has happened to them is that What this represents, the first body of water that they get through, it represents the moment that God took them to a place where now they are free to make their own decisions. See, when they were in Egypt, they didn't make their own decisions. Somebody else made their decisions for them. But now God has placed them in a place that they've crossed over the Red Sea. They're not even thinking about going to Egypt, and now they've got their the opportunity to make their own choices, their own, own decisions. Do you know that God doesn't make decisions for people? You make decisions for your life. It's funny how a lot of us, we complain about where we are, but we're the ones making the decisions that has put us where we are. The greatest power you have in your life is a power to choose. And this is where the Israelites are at after they've walked through the Red Sea. And now they're in front of the Jordan River, the next level. It is the next level to their faith. And they get to this Jordan River and it is an opportunity, a possibility right in front of them. And they encounter a new enemy and it is the enemy within them. The opportunity is in front of them. They're encountered with this new enemy. And it is the enemy inside of them. No longer is it Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Now it is they themselves have a new enemy. And it is the enemy of indecision. They're free from the hand of Egypt. But now they're held back by their own indecision. There is an internal conflict. Do you know that a lot of us are not making the the decisions and the choices that cause the domino effect in our life because we have this internal conflict of indecision in our life? Indecision. We're talking about it. We're praying about it. But it's an indecision. It's an internal conflict. And I can imagine, and this is what a lot of us do. The Israelites are in front of the Jordan River, and they're going, 
Time out, God. We, we like the moment you did what you did at the Red Sea. You know when we didn't have to do anything? We just stood there and you made this big old wall of water open up. And we, we just walked through there and like we turned around and boom, you, you annihilated Pharaoh and the Egyptians. I Like that was awesome. Why can't we have this kind of moment? You're telling me I just got to go step in the water? See, that's, that's next level kind of faith. It's next level kind of faith. Do you know it's crazy when you think about, you hear and you read in God's word of the power of you serving people that you are like, that's stupid. Why do I want to go serve anybody? Why would I want to serve at the church? It looks like they got it. What if I were to tell you that what God's commanded you to do and, and you serving is what is going to cause the domino effect of the supernatural in your life. I think of Pastor Kendall, and a lot of you guys don't, maybe you don't know Pastor Kendall that well, but Pastor Kendall, he just showed up at this church one day, was invited by a girl to come to this church and started serving, and I mean, the rest is history. He's one of the main pastors at this church. It was a domino effect of him showing up, and this a couple years ago, he got married. We got a picture. This man, does he not look happy? I mean, he's blessed with an amazing woman, and it was a domino effect in his life, all because he showed up to church and started serving. I think of some of you, I'm looking out at you, and you're like, you know what? Man, it was a moment I started tithing that, that my, I can't explain it. My wife and I, we started tithing. And God started working in our finances. And it was a domino effect. For some of you, it was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to go to church, but I know that it's what, like, I need it, and I need to go to church, and you, sh- you showed up, and it's causing a domino effect. You may not realize it or even realize what's going on in the supernatural, but it's because you made a decision to go step in the water. You made a decision. You know what's so sad is that the Israelites from the Red Sea to the Jordan River, it took them 37 years. What it should have taken them 11 day, it should have been an 11 day journey, but it took them 37 years of indecision. And I think I look around in this room and all of us, we, we have different places, different decisions, different choices that what if I were to tell you, and listen to me, I, I don't know how, how to explain this tonight. It's so deep inside of my soul. That what if you are one decision, one act of faith away from a supernatural domino effect being released in your life, like your life changing like you never realized You know, a few weeks ago, my wife and I were down in Houston. I was, uh, we went to a wedding, and we were like, let's go drive by our old house. And we went in, into uh, Pinehurst in Atascacita, and we went and we pulled up next to our old house. And I looked up, and I said, babe, did that history happen in that house? Because it's upstairs, and I was, I was looking up. I just, I was looking upstairs, and I was like, that's where God, God really 
Like that moment that God showed up, the domino effect started because I was upstairs and I was like, God, I'm done overanalyzing this. You've called me to plant a church and I'm going to do it, God. And if I got to go do it by myself, I will do it by myself. And the domino effect of how God called Brad and Elise and Keith and all of you. Listen to me. God didn't just call us. God called you. You're part of the domino effect of this church. But it was one decision. What is the one decision in your life? What's the one choice that you need to make? What, what, what is it? I was thinking about this weekend and what a, what a huge weekend this is for us. And you've heard us talk about baptism. And I automatically, when I was preparing for this message this weekend, I automatically thought about the fact that one of the biggest keys to activating a domino effect in your life is being baptized. It's being baptized. And I know we, we again, we, we can overanalyze this, and I think a lot of us have uh, paralysis of analysis. We've been analyzing stuff and talking ourselves in, to, in and out of making decisions. But listen to me. I, 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 let me just t- show you this example of what baptism really can do in your life. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1, it says, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters. And this, again, Paul actually is making a reference to the story that I just read to you in the Old Testament. And he is doing a, a reference to baptism with that story. And he says, I, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud in the sea. What Paul is doing is using this as a picture, an imagery of that the, the moment that they came up out of the water, that they stepped into that water, it was a new reality for their life. That when they went down in the water, they were slaves. When they came out of the water, they were free. When the people of Israel went down into the water, they didn't really have a God story. You think about the moment that they were walking out of Egypt and they're going to the Red Sea. They didn't really have a God story. They knew about Joseph. They knew about Abraham. But this created their God story. This was a moment that they stepped into the water and they came out with their own story. It wasn't just a story that they knew about God. See, baptism is, is never, it's never supposed to be about our salvation. It's about identification. It's about you learning and understanding of the power, the, the spiritual significance of what happens when you supernaturally allow God to show you your true identity? How would your life, what kind of domino effect if you moved from the shame and the guilt in your life and you moved into a a, a season of knowing that I'm a child of God? 
that God believes in me, that God has a plan for my life, that God has a purpose. See, listen to me. Baptism is about identification. It's not about salvation. Baptism is an important, important part of our journey. You know that it's, it's not an option, it's a command. It brings about this catalytic experience in our life when you say, Jesus, I'm surrendering my life to you. You know that Jesus was baptized? His disciples were baptized. Why wouldn't we want to be baptized? My question to you is, what's gonna, what domino effect could happen in your marriage, in your personal life, in your kids, the moment you step into the water? You know, baptisms never get old to me. I know for a lot of people, maybe that you've been around church for a long time, you're like, oh, it's baptisms. Listen, as a pastor, what what never gets old to me is seeing the faces of people stepping into the water. There's something holy about it. But there's something about it that doesn't make sense to me. Like I start to think about it and I'm thinking, God, what's the big deal about getting in water and being baptized. And you know, if we just think about it as a ritual, as a, as a thing we're going to check off our list to hope we get to heaven someday, then I'm not excited about it. But if I think about it as, as something that is, is catalytic in my life, that something super, when I obey God's command for me to get baptized and I'm... He, Obey the fact that he says, would you step into the water just like the Israelites stepped into the Jordan, that God's going to do something supernatural in my life. It excites me about wanting to get baptized. It brings on a whole new level of what baptism could, could supernaturally mean in my life the moment I step into the water. See, listen to me. I think it's different for everyone in this place of what Season you're in. But I believe, listen, and I could use lots of illustrations of lots of things that you, you know that God has commanded us to do, that when you obey, and it may not seem like you're like, you know what, serving or being in a life group or helping the poor, those things like, why am I doing that, God? But when you're obedient, it, it releases and it steps into this domino effect. And a lot of us, what happens is that we, we, we're kind of in the season that God's brought us through the Red Sea, and now you're, sta- you're, sitting, you're standing in front of a new thing that you're kind of scratching your head, and you're trying to get God to move like he did when you first got saved. And God's saying, no, we're going on and on and on. You're going to keep having these acts of faith in your life that are going to release the domino effects in your life. See, listen to me. I think it's sad if we're talking about what God did 20 years ago in our life. You ought to have those kind of moments that are the domino effects of saying, you know what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I made a decision to change something in my routine, in my life. I made an act of faith. I stepped into the water. It did not make sense. But I did it, and it's caused a domino effect. Listen, some of you, have a daughter, a son that you are like, I don't know what's happened to them. They've lost their mind because they're crazy. 
They're acting, you know, a lot of men, they're, like, they're acting like my wife's family. <laughs> they're just out, they, they're not right. And you're, you're like, you can't, what if I were to tell you that, listen to me, if you'll listen to God, God's going to show you some acts of faith in your life that may not make sense. But if you'll just be obedient to God and obey him and step into the water. You know, there's, again, I think a lot of us, our greatest battle is our indecision inside of us. It's our own internal conflict that's happening inside of us that is keeping us from those domino effects. And I just, I wrote down some things real quick about some of the barriers that stand in our way that keep us from wanting to step into the water and be baptized. And, um, you know, one big one is, is man, pastor, I, I need to pray about this. I, I'm going to, I need to pray about it. And you've been praying about it for years. And it's, it's kind of funny when I hear it because it's, it's kind of like if, if a buddy asked you to go to dinner tonight or tomorrow and you said, man, let me pray about that and I'll get back to you. You're like, do you want to go to dinner or don't you? Like, obedience is something that we shouldn't have to pray about. Like, how crazy would it be, parents, if you told your daughter or son, I need you to get off your phone right now and pay attention to what I'm saying. And they looked up at you and said, well, I'm praying right now while I'm looking at my phone, and I'll let you know if I'm going to get off the phone. You're like, I'm about to lay hands on you, and I'm not going to be praying. We cannot procrastinate what Jesus has clearly commanded us to do. And it doesn't matter. Listen, another one is, is, again, man, I've been in church a long time. I've been a Christian a long time. And I've been around church a long time, Pastor, and I just don't know about getting baptized. Listen, the Apostle Paul had been in church, around church his whole life. He was probably one of the most spiritually mature people that you could ever meet. He had most of the Old Testament memorized, and God told him, your next step is baptism. Another big one is people say, well, when I get things worked out in my life, then I'm going to get baptized. And I'll just tell you, listen to me, part of you getting things worked out in your life is you stepping in the water and saying, God, I give up. I'm surrendering my life. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night. I know one thing, God is going to show up at Hawaiian Falls. God is going to show up at Hawaiian Falls. The moment you step into that water and you say, God, I have faith in you that this is going to cause a domino effect in my life. This small step of faith of saying, God, I I surrender. Another big one is people say, I got baptized as a kid, and later on I, I received Christ, maybe when you were 10, like Pastor Brad, which, by the way, if you were not here last weekend, oh, my word, you missed it. 
Pastor Brad spoke last week in one of the most incredible baptism messages I've ever heard. You need to go listen to it. It's powerful. But a lot of us, this is where we are at. We're like, you know what? I got baptized when I was 10 or 9, and, and I received Christ later on. And, and should I be baptized? I would say, yes, you need to be baptized biblically because baptism always follows salvation. Some of you, maybe it's that your parents um, baptized you when you were a baby and you were like, you know what, we, grew up, we were Catholic or Lutheran and they baptized me as a baby and I'm not trying to be offensive tonight. Listen to me. I, please hear me. But there's no place in the Bible where babies were baptized. But I would look at what your mom and dad did as something powerful in your life and that they dedicated you to the Lord is what they were doing. And you being baptized as an adult is a a fulfillment of what they started in your life. They they gave you to the Lord as a baby. So you should be baptized. I want to close with these two scriptures that I want to read to you. Because I believe we're in in a room full of people that you are struggling with the decision to be baptized. There's close to 100 people that have signed up to be baptized tomorrow night, and I believe we've just, that, that's just a, a surface of the amount of people that are going to be baptized tomorrow night. Because listen to me, I'm believing for God to show up at Hawaiian Falls tomorrow night. I want you to hear this. It says in Romans chapter 6, verse 5. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going. That's awesome. Some of you are so blind in your life, you don't know where you're going. There's no purpose. What if I were to tell you the moment you go down in the water tomorrow night and you come out... God opens your eyes to see your life like you've never seen it before. Listen to what Matthew 3.15 says, but Jesus said, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him after his baptism as Jesus came up out of the water. Picture this. It says the heavens were open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him and a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. You know, tomorrow night when people come up out of that water, we ought to give them heaven. We ought to be screaming and yelling and like, celebrating because that's what's going on in heaven. When you get baptized, it says that it brings great joy to God. I believe that every single one of us ought to be there to, to, 
tomorrow night. Listen, I know some of you are like, man, my Hallmark favorite channel, like movies coming on that time. Listen, you need to record it. There's nothing more important than what's going to happen tomorrow night. I promise you. God's going to show up tomorrow night. It's your being obedient to the command of God. Pastor Matt's going to come up in just a few moments and give you some instruction on how you can sign up tonight to be baptized tomorrow night. I believe that there's couples, husbands and wives here tonight. You, you know God's speaking to you and this is something you need to do together. There's families here tonight that you're going to get baptized as a family. You know why I'm so confident tonight, and maybe some of you are looking at it as pastors being a little pushy. I'm confident because I know this happens. And when you faithfully obey God, there's a domino effect that happens in your life. A domino effect has happened time and time again, and I want that for you. Would you pray with me tonight? Father, I thank you for the way you love us. God, we can't even begin to understand your love. We can't even begin to understand how much you believe in us. God, we don't even believe in ourselves. But God, you keep giving us these opportunities to step out in acts of faith because you believe in us. Father, may we be obedient. And God, I know this is a huge weekend for our church that we, God, all are going to celebrate people taking this act of faith of being baptized. Lord, I thank you in advance. God, for the powerful work that you are going to do in people's lives the moment they step into that water. that the domino effect that is released in their life it is going to be beyond anything we could ever imagine Father tonight I pray that you would give all of us a boldness God to move beyond all of our doubts move beyond all the things that are keeping us the indecisiveness God in our life May we say, God, I trust you enough to make this decision. We ask this tonight in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Creekwood Church Podcast. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we would love to have you engage in one of our weekend services. For directions, service times, and more information about the ministries of Creekwood Church, please visit our website at creekwoodchurch.com.